What's good, everybody? Welcome to the Basement Hot Tub Edition. I would say Naked Edition, but I've done plenty of podcasts not wearing any motherfucking clothes. And if I'm in my hot tub at the crib, under the moonlight, under the stars, looking at the Andromeda Galaxy, the closest galaxy to us, I'm naked. It's been a wild day. It's been a wild few days. I was smoking a little CBD joint in the hot tub. I got my water right ya. Just had a beautiful, uh, beautiful Thursday, businessly speaking. I had a beautiful Thursday vet check speaking. Just went over to Seth's crib. And uh, I got home. It's a little late, but I decided to... Uh, Hey, let's put a mic on. Let's go kick it in the hot tub. Just reflect on the day. Let's reflect uh, reflect on life a little bit. But smoking a little CBD for you. I was with my boss today. I started fucking with him too. Let me, uh, well, <laughs> I was fucking with him today. Uh, well, here, before that, I talked about the Andromeda Galaxy. If you don't know about the Andromeda Galaxy, uh, you currently are in the Milky Way Galaxy. That's where, that's where we live. That's the planets Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, maybe Pluto, maybe not. I probably forgot one or two planets. I don't know. I wasn't counting on them. Nah, I'm no astronomer. But uh, we're in the Milky Way Galaxy, and the next... So every star that you see in the sky is, I think there's a, an agreement among astrophysicists that that is uh, some version, variation of the sun. Not our sun, not the Milky Way galaxy's sun, but those galaxies' sun. And that's a wild thing to think. You're looking up at all these tiny universes, all these uncountable universes, depending on what sky you're under. Arizona sky, Wisconsin sky, New York sky, we're all looking at the same sky. And there's a certain angle of that sky. You can see the next closest galaxy. And the next closest galaxy to us to the Milky Way galaxy is the Andromeda galaxy, and it's something, some wicked amount of light years away. You'll have to, you're gonna have to look it up. But the time it would take to get there, it, it's like 90 years or 
120 years. I don't. It, it's a minute. It's 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 just out of reach of modern Homo sapiens lifespan. That's how far away the Andromeda galaxy is. But that being said, just like we look at all these stars in the sky, the Milky Way galaxy, the Big Dipper, Little Dipper, Orion's Belt, whatever other star constellations you know, I don't, I don't know, Capricorn, Pisces, all, all of that, all that shit. You can actually see the Andromeda galaxy. So you got all these stars up in the sky, right? And they all look like stars look. But then there's this glow. And to me, it's just a, just a little bit, a little bit to the west. And that's the Andromeda galaxy. It's this glow. This glow in the sky. And it's, it's not dull. At least this time of year. And it ain't the brightest thing either. Even this time of year. In the summer, it's real dull. I was just in Wisconsin, out in the cornfields, a little bit more north on them latitude, longitude lines, a little bit closer, a little bit closer to the great beyond, the way the, uh, the northern hemisphere is shifted towards the sky this time of year. And in Wisconsin, that Andromeda galaxy is glowing bright. And right now on the east side of Tucson, it's, it's looking pretty sexy and alone up in the sky. And it makes me feel, it does make me feel a little bit alone. Like, damn, we're kind of alone out here. That shit's so far away. Like, how is anybody ever going to get to us? I mean... Yeah, we're not alone in the context of, well, hopefully, anyways, day-to-day -day living and, and our fellow countrymen, and, but there's a little bit of isolation when you get to start talking about different countries and, you know, just even if you go back ancient civilizations, just all the things that are, that are different, and then you just look up at this Andromeda galaxy and wonder what the fuck is going on up there. And if that's something uh, that's obtainable in, in you know, our lifetimes, or the next lifetime, if that's something that we're, we're trying to get to, I guess NASA some time ago put a halt to, to moon missions. You know, and we, we, got, uh, we got SpaceX out there doing moon missions these days. They're trying to get to Mars, trying to compete. So are we trying to get to Andromeda? Or are we trying to figure out what's cracking on Neptune? Like I, you know, I don't know. I, I stay out of, I stay out of most things. For real, if it's not within my household, I'd, I'd do my best to, to stay out of it. I don't even remember where I started on this train of thought. Uh, it's a beautiful Thursday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I got to, uh, I got to fuck with uh, my boss a little bit. Is he's uh, he's a totally normal high-functioning adult and every normal high-functioning adult especially an entrepreneur who is the the a business owner of a, of a small company they're, they're high-speed individuals you know sometimes you gotta slow them down translate what they're talking about 
to learn their psychology a little bit, where they come from. Unfortunately, uh, the dude I work for, I mean, we come from not too dissimilar a background. It's it's far from the same, but not that there's 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 a lot of parallels uh, amongst like the same same time frame of, of our lives. He's a, just a little bit younger than me, but everything was just like I don't know, a little bit fucked up. But I was fucking with him today. He's calling his ass autistic, and it really bothered him. I could tell it bothered him, and he's gonna probably bring it up again later. Uh, but I was fucking with him because he felt the need. He said it twice, but he was talking about one of my boys from Vet Check. I won't mention which one. But he was talking about how they're in a bad place. And I don't, I don't need to hear that from anyone other than my brothers. Right? So, I mean, I, mean, I feel like I'm going to put that, instill that into my son's. I mean, the, the gossip, the sharing stories, where stories come from, your sources, the reliability of those sources. And I didn't so much care for, even though it's a, a source that I, I trust and rely on to an extent, you know, somebody who, who, who signs my paychecks, more or less, it, and I don't, I don't need to hear something from my brother secondhand. You know, something that maybe you learned or thought you learned about my brother secondhand. I don't need to hear that from you. That's not your place. In fact, that's not your fucking place. Right? My brother gonna tell me that when he's ready. And guess what? He already told me. So you're not telling me anything, anything I don't know. There's nothing new here. There's nothing no light that needs to be shined. And even if it was new information, it's not for you to tell me. And there's nothing that we can resolve by you telling me between us. Right. So I guess that's my, that's my perspective on, on gossip and our sharing stories or, or, or telling things. Like right now I'm dealing with tattling with, with my oldest son. So my oldest son, big G, he's, he's three, three and a half and baby G He's uh, he's one. He'll he'll be three in a few months. So he's like one and three quarters. So he's got another few months to go before he's two. Uh, but they're 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 about two years apart. So they're three, three and one, three and a half, and almost two. So they're they're twenty one months apart. Anyways, baby G, he's hitting right now, and this motherfucker is hitting like a fucking like his form. Like, we might need to start boxing lessons or kickboxing lessons. It's definitely striking training, like, early, as soon as, as, soon as makes sense. Hopefully three, but, you know, four or five at the latest. We need to get into some martial arts to try to maybe hone some of these skills, but also direct some of that ferocity, you know, wherever it comes from. It's obvious he's in a loving household, two parents who show love. He's never subjected to violence you know, raised voices every now and then, but nothing that any kid's really even scared of. Like, I mean, I'm like, I don't put instill fear into my kids or make them cry. So for him to hit in the way he does with the form that he uses, is, it's fucking wild. It's, you know, some people are born with certain attributes and, and his is, is throwing rights and lefts. So we'll get him to martial arts training. Who knows what we can, we can make become of it. But the way he hits, the, uh, I mean, he only has one person to hit. Well, he hits everybody, to be honest with you. And the older one, he hit briefly. 
he's real artsy, real real sensitive kid. Big G is, and Baby G, he's he's just a little more hard out the womb with all this swinging. But he hits his brother more than anybody. And uh, Big G will come. Oh, Baby G just hit me. You know, my brother just hit me. Or sometimes it's even worse. He'll be like, hey, Baby G said poopy butt. Like, yeah. You little motherfucker. Like, you you taught him that. He don't know words. Right? You taught him that. We're trying to get you to not say, hey, poopy butt. You're a poopy butt. You know, we don't call names. I'm not down for name calling. Um, I think there's a difference between bullying and picking on people. Uh, and I'm not really down with either. I was never, never a bully. And personally, I was never really somebody to pick on other people uh, any which way. I mean, there's something natural about it. Some kids get picked on. Some kids are kind of the alphas who take lead in that. But I don't, that, that ain't something I get down on, uh, picking on. But beyond that, I don't get down with tattletaling, with snitching at all. Like even beyond with my kids, like you got the, the, the mayor of Los Angeles, you know, mid-pandemic, maybe it's still going on, talk about snitch out your fucking neighbors. You see anybody in groups more than whatever, six people or ten people, whatever the, the issue was at that time. I mean, I'm not saying don't respect the pandemic, but, you know, let people, uh, let people make their own choices. If you're comfortable getting together with a dozen people, then get together with a dozen people. And then don't, like, be hypocritical and say you can't get together with a dozen people and then get together with a dozen people and not social distance and not wear your masks. I'm cool with the mask. I'm cool with social distancing. I'm also cool with not. Right? And that's my, my fucking right as a member of the society that we call the United States of America. They got us supposed to be going on curfew. I guess it's not a real curfew, it's a suggested curfew. And that's one thing that I feel is complete and entire absolute overreach by whether that's local governments, state governments, or federal governments. I'm not under a fucking curfew. I promise you that. The last time I heard that it was supposed to be in effect starting at 8 p.m. From 8 p.m. to 8.15, the whole, that was, uh, that was after the George Floyd murder. Which had an interesting conversation about that today as well that uh, is to be continued with. Somebody actually I'm going to have on the podcast pretty soon. Dude has a real interesting story. And stories about uh, just some of his just people he's real close to that are that are very interesting. But but nonetheless, the uh, Tucson went under uh, curfew after the George Floyd murder because there was a bunch of shit starting up around the country, and they were trying to prevent that from happening here. There was a little bit of issue downtown. A bunch of windows got broke, but that's it. There might have been some uh, I don't even gonna say graffiti, some spray paint. I didn't see any of that. There probably was. There's probably some graffiti art done, too, during that time. But it was really just some people got, you know, college kids got restless, pandemic, just like everywhere else. Like, the people who broke the windows in Tucson, there's not a lot of uh, uh, black citizens' issues with police in Tucson. So a lot of the people 
around the country who felt that those, you know, that uproar after being on lockdown for a few months, you know, with the pandemic, dealing with this, maybe losing their jobs, the type of people who went out and robbed and, and looted and maybe burnt things down. You know, I think there was maybe some extracurricular uh, influence on some of these fires and, and even looting to some extent, at least with breaking initial windows. I think those same types of people who are more uh, pre predisposed to, you know, the looting would give an opportunity or the same people in Tucson, since there's not the same type of issues or the same people who went out and broke windows. So it's a, a smaller percentage of the population who, who is concerned who that are out there, you know, yes, they care about the issues, but also they want to stand to benefit themselves and themselves exclusively. I think that's a smaller percentage of society. And that's what went down in Tucson. So there's a, you know, far less racial, racial, racial disparity that that's going on here. But when we went under curfew the first time, it was because of that. It wasn't because of the pandemic. <sighs> Joints out. And uh, I wasn't with that, so I went out. First night, actually, uh, my little bro was in town, and we went out. We protested just for, you know, about 15 minutes. Curfew started at 8, so from 8 to 8.15, we went out to a major intersection on the east side of Tucson and, uh, and just stood out there. We protested. I'm not under curfew. And the curfew is supposed to be coming back. This time, I guess it's because of the pandemic. For whatever reason, the coronavirus is, is not active from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. And there's the, the current protest going on. I guess it's supposed to be 8 p.m. And it's not a real curfew. It's a suggested curfew. Uh, either which way, whether it's from 8 to 8.15 or from 10 to 10.15, as long as this so be, so whatever you want to call it, curfew is uh, supposed to be in effect. Uh, I ain't having it. I'm not under curfew. I'm a, like I'm a grown adult man. I do what I want in, in this country, and I'm not hurting anybody. And until I do cross over that line of hurting somebody, whether, I'm, whether it's you know, stealing, thievery, robbing places, using uh, harmful drugs, using heroin. You know, heroin has a big effect on, on other people, or, or meth for that matter, or any hardcore drugs. Until I'm, I'm crossing those lines and doing that type of stuff, you don't get to tell me what to do. All right, I'm going to do what the fuck it is I want to do within the confines of this country that have been outlaid, out, out, outlaid to me, you know, the right to the pursuit of happiness. And I'm out here pursuing my happiness. You know, and there's a lot of things impeding my pursuit of happiness. But for the most part, I'm able to, to, to jump over those hurdles and not be an issue. And even some random curfew really doesn't affect me, a family man who the vast majority of nights, I'm home, I'm home by, by five. Like an 8 p.m. curfew don't affect me. That being said, I don't know who an 8 p.m. curfew benefits, right? You're putting people out of work. For establishments that are open past 8 p.m., all you're doing is hurting those establishments, you're putting people out of work. Whether that be bar, restaurant, uh, fucking Walmart, grocery store, whatever, what have you, whatever it may be. You know, all, all that is is harm. I'm not getting down with that. A curfew isn't helping. People, most people are home at night anyways, beyond anything else. Like, fuck are you talking about? What happens at 8 p.m. that magically the coronavirus gets worse? All right. It would make more sense if they dumped out into society uh, in order to stay healthy and get healthy, eat a bunch of green shit, drink a bunch of water. Uh, don't live a sedentary lifestyle, so get out and take a fucking walk every day. You don't got to do much. Just get out and take a walk every fucking day. Get some steps in. 
All right, and get some soaking some vitamin D. Get that sunshine. I'm in Arizona. I don't know where you at. All right, Moldova might be cloudy. All right, Vancouver, Washington might be a little cloudy. Tucson, Arizona, Arizona, Colorado, California, a lot of other spots around this world. You get some sunshine. Get some vitamin D in, even if, the, even if the sun's only out for a few minutes every day. All right, if you're in Alaska right now, in the northern hemisphere, maybe it's dark 23 hours a day, and that one hour a day, that it's like, I don't know what time of day that, that light hits. But if and when it does, get that sunlight. Take it in, if you can. If you cannot, get you some vitamin D supplements. All right, that's the shit that they're not spouting out. Get healthy, be healthy, stay healthy. Coronavirus is it's basically non-active under UV light. All right, the thing thrives at night, so it would make more sense instead of an 8 p.m. curfew. All right, from sundown to sunup, guess what? The coronavirus has potential to be more active. All right, go out at your own risk, but we advise uh, a curfew from these times. All right, and that's not how they're spitting it. All right, everything's a big scare. Everything's terrifying. All right, positive cases up, 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 up. New wave, new wave, new wave. Naturally, somebody tests positive for the coronavirus, there's a certain percentage of the population who's going to go to the hospital. All right, just because that's just a form of hypo... They might not be a diagnosed hypochondriac, but that's a form of hypochondria. Oh, no, something's wrong. I got the sniffles. I need to go to the doc. All right, some people will just go to the doc, and there's other people who will avoid the doc by any means. Out of scaredness, out of maybe education. It's just the sniffles. Oh, th this is a flu. I'm going to get sick for a few days. I'm going to kick it. All right, it's just a sprained ankle. Oh, boy. Oh, I bruised my fucking lung because my boy Judo tossed me, uh, but nothing seems broken. I can move everything, and I just need to rehab this. And then for four months five months and then still be in a, just a little bit of pain after that and can just start doing push-ups. All right, but they're not, yeah, they're not projecting to people throughout media, be healthy. In order to be healthy, you have to get healthy. In order to get healthy, do these things and take these steps. And I don't understand that. I don't understand why for years, for years, I knew and understand the benefits of intermittent fasting and also the ketogenic diet for years, since 2014, maybe 15. This year, 2020, this year, I hear about that shit on the Today Show. Mrs. Rain has, uh, has NBC on all day, all day in her office. I, I don't know, I find it a little problematic, but with that, they're, on, they're spouting so much, and I just heard, heard this mainstream the other day. And, and then I also heard uh, before the election? Yeah, before the election, uh, the mainstream media is saying all types of wild shit about uh, the Trump administration. I don't care if you're pro-President Donald Trump, anti-President Donald Trump, indifferent on President Donald Trump. The Trump administration has done the same thing that the vast majority of presidential, president administrations throughout American history have done, and that's make progress throughout the country. All right, progress has been made behind the scenes under all the fucking hoopla that y'all sitting back watching the mainstream media doing. Um, and if you're listening to this podcast, you're fucking way underground and definitely are more than likely in agreement. But all that stuff on, on TV, it, Maybe you agree, maybe you disagree, maybe you don't know, but if that's your source of information, subconsciously, that's what you know and think. So it's pulling from different sources, and I'm not talking going from NBC to Fox News, because both are bullshit. I'm talking getting, getting deep into the people who, who are uh, 
actually spitting game. And I'll let you do your own your own research on that, whether it's psychology, listening to Jordan Peterson, health and wellness, talk, listening to Dr. Ben Greenfield, politics, ta- political, talking to, talking to uh, uh, Kyle Kalinske or Tim Poole. Or, uh, oh man, there's, there, there's, there's a few others out there. A little bit of just kind of straightforward, tell it like it is, non-opinion based news sources. But that started with uh, me just kicking it in the hot tub looking at Andromeda. We've got a beautiful moon out tonight. I'm just, just relaxing the muscles, taking it all in. I'm about to go inside, take a quick rinse off in the shower, lay up next to my beautiful blonde, and cop a few hours of sleep before uh, getting out there back to business. I like the nights. I'm a night. I'm a night owl. Always have been. I don't know why night owl is even a term, but a night hawk. I'm more of a night hawk. Hawks aren't nocturnal. Uh, so I like the. Uh, I like the. Uh, is it an oxymoron? Is it the, uh, the juxtaposition of a night hawk? Hawks may be nocturnal. I actually don't even know. I don't think so based on the Cooper's hawks. The last two seasons we had red tail hawks and we had Cooper hawks the last two summers in the yard. Uh, red tail hawks were just living. They, I, I'm pretty, they, you, know, and you know what? They lived in the yard and had one baby. So I don't know how, how deep red tail hawks go, but this year we had Cooper's hawks. They had four babies, then they had three. So one of them I think got got because the, the motherfucker didn't fly the coop overnight. I mean, they do fly the coop overnight, but you don't see four for the very first time, take a picture of them before they can fly. And then the next day see three and be, oh yeah, that one flew the coop. No, these niggas can't even fly yet. Um, so I'm a, I'm a night hawk, night owl. I don't know, owls got some type of like, I, don't, I haven't looked into this. I won't even say it. I don't even say shit about owls. I don't know shit about owls. They, uh, we dissected an owl pellet in elementary school and mine had, uh, mine had some mouse bones in it. Mouse bones were tiny. It was a little, little itty bitty mouse. Um, but what I was saying, I'm just, I'm up at night. Like I thrive once the sun goes down. I could be tired tired all day all day and all of a sudden shit 7 p.m 8 p.m hits oh okay i catch like a second wind like i try to do as much calming and unwinding activities as as i possibly can just throughout the day in general in life smoke cbd even shit regular thc weed to just aid in my evenings because if i'm just left alone to my thoughts i would i would i would sleep minimally and not necessarily always at night like i would be up a lot of the nights and sleep in the day honestly if there was just a world where you didn't have to go to work but you could maintain the exact same lifestyle or better that you do now whatever weird i don't even want to call that any type of utopia or perfect world in some fucked up world where that's the thing where i just got the exact same life but no work is involved on, on that version on that uh stamp in the space-time continuum timeline of history if all i gotta do is live this life but there's no work involved i'm up all night i'm sleeping all day like i'm gonna be up six hours i'm gonna sleep for two hours i'm gonna be up for 
three, four more hours, I'm gonna sleep for an hour. I'm gonna be up for two hours. I'm gonna sleep for eight hours. I'm gonna be up for 12, 15, 20 hours after that, sleep for 12 hours. It would, yeah, it would be, I'm just, I don't know, I'm, wire, I'm wired, uh, wired a little bit wild. Nah, wired a little bit differently. Even I was talking about this today, like even like uh, I hear way more people than not. They'll be like, yeah, I take a Vicodin or a Percocet and uh, I'm just drooling all over myself or I'm just passed out, ready to go to sleep. I'm ready to fucking party. I'm ready to run through a brick fucking wall. And uh, I met a few people along the way who have the same, the same exact, uh, same exact sentiment, same exact uh, reaction to certain substances. And I, I don't know. So that just, you know, that's how I know that I'm different. I'm just a little bit different than, than people. Like my last mushroom trip was like, excuse me, it's like you nigga, you you're fucked up. They was telling me how I'm fucked up, how fucked up I am. I was like, why are you telling me how fucked like what the what's happening right now? I'm just chilling in the hot tub. Why is why are you telling me how fucked up I am? And it, I mean the universe kinda just, you know, just slapped me. Slapped me around a little bit. Like, dude, you you don't realize how like actually fucked up you are. And the reason I take that into consideration, you know, and I brush it off. Like, no, I'm doing I'm doing well. You know, that's part of your battles, your battles with the universe. But at the same time, when the universe speaks to you, it's really important to listen. I I I think. So the universe was speaking to me, and, I, and you know, I've just been thinking about it ever since. Like, damn, like, wh- I mean, I feel like every day is all right, but I do have this weird uh, infatuation with death if I die, if if my wife dies, like the situations that may be left on. You know, when my grandfather died, what happened this? You know, my mom, uh, all signs suggest generally speaking in life uh, my mom's gonna pass before I do you know so what what am I gonna do with there so this, I mean there's just type of things I think about and then it goes even even deeper than that things I won't get into and, and share about my own psyche right at this moment but I get to thinking about all that stuff and the universe was like Nikki all you think about is death you want to die well think about you dying you die you want to kill yourself you do don't you you do, don't you? And I don't say like the universe was egging me on. It was just like, you know, got me thinking like, yeah, why do I, you know, why do I think like that? You know, yeah, the reality is, I mean, that's the ultimate reality. You're going to die. As raw as, as raw as you can possibly, can possibly make it be. Like, you're going to die. Period. That you're, you're born already dying. That's what this life is. You're born already dying. And I've had that that thought in my mind since I was a little itty bitty boy, a little boy, beyond anything else I've ever seen, beyond anything anybody taught me, this life is meant for you to pass on. And whether there's something after that, I don't know. But with that thought, I do think about, okay, if I die in this situation, you know, if you know such and such dies, what would that be like? You know, what do I want done with my, the people who are closest to me, you know, about to, ch- you know, so they can get together, honor and cherish my life and still go about theirs and not mourn too hard or have one hard morning session and be able to go on and, and build, build up whatever I left within them on to put that within their legacy to what they leave on. 
So I don't know, that's just the type of shit I think about. My last mushroom trip was just, it was just weird. It was just telling me, yo, you're, you're a suicidal piece of shit. Yeah, you ain't shit. All you wanna do is die. And it was just a weird battle. I've had some battles with the universe before. And way, way harder, way harder. 12 rounders, 15 rounders, 15 rounders swinging. Boom, fighting to draws, you know, taking L's, taking W's. Uh, this one was, was interesting. It was, I don't wanna say it, the outcome is probably unknown of that last one. I don't know if it was a win, loss, or draw, but there was a couple of hours that I was not, not feeling great about who I was and what led me to where I am because of who I am, as in the individual you are, where you came from and who you are has no business being where you are now today in your current life. And that's, that's just a wicked thought to have and that'll kinda make you, if you, that thought comes to light, it'll make you beat yourself, it made me beat myself down a little bit as I break down the psychology of, of what the, the universe presented to me that night and we'll see what happens the next time. I mean, it's a continual, continual, you know, trips to talking to the universe to try to gain as much understanding as possible to some form of enlightenment or as close to enlightenment as you can get, that I can get in this life before moving on to the next. And hopefully the next life ain't back here to do this again, to, to continually do better, like in some type of reincarnation, Buddhism, come back. If you did right in your last life, you'll come back in your next life and do even better. Uh, maybe, and maybe not, but if maybe so, you know, live life to the fullest, do the best you can. Uh, what are the, is it four tenants or five tenants? Do your best, be impeccable with your word, uh, man, look up the four tenets, the four tenets of life, the four agreements. It's either the four agreements or the four tenets. Be impeccable with your word. Do your best. Boy, I can't remember the other two, to be honest with you. But, you know, form some core values, I guess is what I'm saying. Stand upon those values and take them with you as long as you can and don't be afraid to change change those, either those values or just anything that you may think or stand upon or any idea you have when presented with new evidence be prepared to change your mind no matter what so i don't know i'm blib blabbing in the hot tub it's time for me to go inside just rinse this chlorine off me and lay down next to this fine ass blonde so i appreciate y'all kicking it I'm gonna get up out of here. Actually, I'm gonna smoke the rest of this CBD junk. Everybody be cool. Check on a vet. Hug your loved ones. Chill. Static and all. I wrote a poem today. Straight out the basement. 
recognize I'm not a fucking rapper. Oh, yeah. I'm a husband and a father and a bastard. All right. I got a brother that I never met. He passed away. His DNA yet lives in me. I hold that nigga up today. Hold up. This life a real motherfucker. Uh-huh. Phone disconnected at my grandfather's. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I zipped him in that body bag. That really fucking happened. Gee, I know that's really fucking sad. What the fuck? But I'm up from the trailer park. Please excuse the blunt to spark and tell me how'd you fucking start. Black and from. white boy in a black and white world. And I'm never mixed up, nigga. Fuck what y'all heard. Fuck what you talking about. Nigga, fuck what y'all heard. I'm in my own lane. Never mind how I swerve. I really kind of glide with a pop in my curl. I'm a family man first, so you better heed the word. Family man, family man, I'm a gangster. What up, though? Family man, family man, I'm a gangster. Family man, up, family though? man, but I'm a gangster. Tell me who you fucking with and tell me what you think. What up, though?